tension no more struggle no more challenges no more battle because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle and God said after today you shall rest from your battle the battle of your marriage the battle of your business the battle of your finances the battle of your sickness the battle of your shame the battle of your disgrace the battle of your setback the battle of the pains you don't want to forget God said you will rest from your battle And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, head pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. He said, Jesus and put their claims of Jesus first in their life, regardless of the cost to themselves. So, a Christian disciple is a person, take note, is a person who is determined to follow Jesus Christ. Determined. In other words, whenever you see the word determined, which means that there are things that will take away your attention. So, distractions are inevitable. Tell the person, distractions are inevitable. So, don't tell me I was distracted. You'll be distracted. He didn't say you'll not be distracted. That's why he used the word determined. I determined to keep my focus does not mean that I don't see other things. Do you understand me? But I have purpose and chosen to do this. It doesn't mean there are no alternatives. So he's saying that the Christian disciple is the one who is determined to follow Jesus Christ. That means there will be other Jesuses. But I have chosen that this is the Jesus I want to follow. And anytime you get determined or you get focused, there will be other things that will try to attract your attention or contend with your attention. Don't we have things that is contend with our attention? So in other words, the factor of excuse is erased already. Because he said you should be determined. That means it's not easy. Determined to follow Jesus. So don't tell me Christianity is not easy. He didn't say it's easy. It's not easy. He said a Christian disciple is a person who is determined to follow Jesus Christ with a desire to learn from him. With the word, another word there is the desire. Another word is a desire to learn. Desire to learn. Say desire to learn. You can hold a book and you are not reading. Like some of us do. Amen. But the desire to learn is the willingness. Willingness to learn. And whenever you have willingness to learn, you ask more questions. When you have a good student who has the willingness to learn, he research. Without his teacher telling him to go and research. When I was in school, in elementary school, one of the things I've done, and most times I do even when I... I was doing my course and everything. That is always to read ahead of the class. The willingness. I'm here to do my PhD now, but I know where which areas I'm going to research into, and I've already started working in that area. I'm going to present a paper very soon to a whole university level three hundred and four hundred, and I will not tell you. In this month of April, I've already started researching. I stay long in researching over the net on my phone for information. I have built a whole library, which is iBooks, and I have built a whole library of things I've researched and that are important. I put them there so that I can revisit them and learn them. That is the willingness to learn. The desire to make yourself better. Self-tuition is more important than secular teaching. Anybody that has become great 
self-tutored themselves. And it comes by a desire or a willingness. It doesn't matter what level of education you find yourself. If you are willing and you have the desire, you can better yourself. So there is a desire to learn. If you don't have the desire to learn, you cannot be forced. It's just like as you sit down now. Some of you, what I'm teaching can bore you. There are others that it's exciting that you are listening to this. It's a, it's a desire. If you don't have a desire in something or willingness something, it is useless to you. So there is the need for you to have create a desire so that you can learn. So it's the, to learn from him and live according to his example. The next word there is to live according to his example. To live according to somebody is to imitate the person, isn't it? So you don't imitate a wrong person, you imitate a good person. That means there is a need for you to search for qualities of the person which is right to tone your life according to that. And that is what it means. Mark chapter number 4 verse 18 to 20. Am I teaching you? He said, now these are the ones sown among tongues. They are the ones who hear the word. They hear what? The word. Like you are hearing. And the curse of this world. Say the curse of this world. What do you mean by the curse of this world? I need school fees. I need a husband to marry. I need to give birth to a child. I need to have a visa to travel. I need to be able to, to live a comfortable life. Have a duplex. Have this. Have that. We call it curse of the world. And he said the curse of the world. The deceitfulness of riches. What do we mean by deceitfulness of riches? The, 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 the desire and the taste to get money and think that money is everything as far as our life is concerned and nothing matters. So, I don't even care to be able to keep people. So, the situation which is where you are promised that money is everything. So, you can even kill or be in, in an unworthy relationship or whatever it is just because you needed money. And he says, and the desire for other things, entry in choke the word. So, these are the things that contends with the word of God in our life. And it becomes unfruitful. It becomes unfruitful. The word of God becomes unfruitful when this thing enters in. And the last scripture, 20 says that verse, says, but these are the ones sown on good ground. He's talking about the parable of the sower. So on the good ground. Those who hear the word, the, the ground there, if you look at the further interpretation, the ground there talks about the world. The seed talks about people. Are you there? Which is you and I. And he says that, but the, these are the ones sown on good ground. Those who hear the word, so there is first of all hearing. Say hearing. Now as you are sitting down now you are hearing. But then there is the next level which is what? Accept it. You can hear something without accepting. A child was traveling with a mother on a train in, in, in the wood area in the United States and whilst they were going the boy stood up and wanted to have a better view of the forest. And the mother told the son to sit down. And the son would not sit. The mother would talk and the son would not hear. So the mother got angry or furious and stamped her feet and shouted to the child and the child sat down. Now immediately the child sat down and they went for a few miles away. The child looked straight into the mother's eyes. He said, mommy, he said, yes, what can I do for you, my darling? He said, though you commanded me to sit down, but I am standing. In other words, I obeyed you just to sit. But in my mind, I have defied your order. So you can hear 
which is okay for everybody, but you can you will decide not to accept what I am telling you. And the problem we have in Christendom is that there are somebody asked me one day, he said that by preaching is going on everywhere in the world, and people Christians are leading. Why is it that their life and the life in the world is getting worse? I said the thing is that it's not that we are not preaching, the thing is that they are hearing, but they are not accepting. This message continues after the break. From the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu. Get these life-changing, inspirational, and spirit-filled books. The Mystery of Greatness, At Thy Word, Church Membership, The Blueprint of Marriage, and any other ministry product of his. You can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Awudu's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry products at the ICGC Yahweh Temple, Otinshi American House Last Stop, East Legon. Reach us on telephone, plus 233 277-250-420 277-250-420 or plus 233 3361 Email us at gmail.com Visit our website icgcislegon.com Grab your copies now and experience a change in your life. Welcome back. Because acceptance it was triggers process of change but not hearing you can hear and when you don't accept it it will not work just like the boy I just explained to you so this one I don't know how many people are hearing because hearing is common but accepting is another thing but he's saying here that the one that was on a good ground the quality of that good seed and bear fruit the first quality is that that seed head say head Two, the seed accepted. Say accepted. It was the hearing and acceptance that produced the fruit. So, hearing the word plus acceptance to the word equals to bearing of what? Fruit. So, if I want and fruit bearing is an evidence of progress. Fruit bearing is an evidence of blessing. Fruit bearing is an evidence of wellness. Fruit bearing is an evidence of prosperity. Fruit bearing is an evidence of success. Fruit bearing is an evidence of maturity. Fruit bearing is an evidence of progress and greatness. So if I want to bear fruit, I want to be great, I want to prosper, I want to order, the principle is that hearing of the word, accepting the word, will equal my fruit bearing. Which means that hearing of the word, not accepting the word, hearing of the word, minus not accepting the word will equal to unfruitfulness. How many of us want to bear fruit? So the key thing is hearing and accepting. Is that okay? Thank you. Let's move on. So why discipleship? Why discipleship? Jesus showed the importance of discipleship by making the training of the 12 disciples a priority during the three and a half years of his public ministry on earth. I've already told you. Jesus commissioned. So which means that discipleship, why discipleship? Discipleship is important because it is a priority for even Jesus Christ. That is the number one thing. It's a priority for Jesus Christ. It's a priority. Jesus commissioned all his followers to train disciples because he intended fruit that lasts. The second reason why we have to disciple is that 
Jesus intended that you have fruits that will last. Fruits that will last. And you know what the fruit already that will last. Fruit bearing is hearing and accepting. That is hearing and obeying. Fruits that will last. Now can you imagine it if all these cities heard it and they obeyed it and worked with it. Today we will still have had these Christian nations. I believe we wouldn't have had a, a challenging world today that when you are traveling, this time when you are traveling is 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 it's not pleasant. And whilst we're living in the United Kingdom, the United Kingdom was coming out with a new system where even at the entry point of every airport, there will be, there will be scanners and all that and you can be searched and everything. And sometimes, I don't know how you feel. I don't know how many of you have traveled to Australia before. In fact, Australia, the kind of subjection you'll be subjected through through checks is, is what you watch on TV and on, on whatever it is, your whatever border post or border whatever it is and all those things is true i have had experience of that and and it 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 sometimes i mean you travel and you even get to a place they check through your passport even there are certain countries when you even travel to now and it shows a stamp in your passport and you get to any uh, what do you call it a point of entry of another country you can be detained that is how serious it has become now for for, for travelers and business people. The world now is not friendly as we even looked at. But can you imagine if we have had fruits that are there? Do you think you and I will go through this hustle and this pain? So don't let us take it lightly. In the entertainment world. So our fruits have to last. The second reason why is that disciples is the best method to reach our world for God. So no matter what we do, the importance or the reason of disciples is that it will help us faster to reach the world for God. Talking to your business partner, talking to your friends, talking to the people you sit in a club with and preaching Christ to them. You can be shocked how they will follow you because they will hear you and say, hey, if you go to church, I'll go to church. If you are serving God and I'll go to I, I can't imagine when I got saved, most my friends, I never witnessed to them, including the MC was there. We, because we know ourselves and they know that I'm a ringleader. So once I got saved, they look at me, they tell, let's give him time. This guy is smaller, we know him. Oh, he will not change. And they gave me time and realized that Charlie, the guy is not changing. Including when you go home, you can Google about Macassian. Macassian is one of the well top percussionists you can find you can find today. And Mike Asian, when Mike Asian was living with me, we were together in the same compound house. So he was in school and the father said he would not pay school, so he dropped out. I'll be writing for him and be helping him with learning English and all those things. Today, he's one of the top guys. All of them now are believers. Because they saw my life. Now, he plays all over the world. All over. I don't know which gig he has not played in the world. But that guy is tongue-talking spirit-filled. In his church, in apostolic church in Nungwa, Mahiam, when you go there, he organizes music concerts and everything. He single-handedly foot bills and take care of things. Is it not a blessing? Today you are seeing the MEC today. He is there as a representation. These are kind of guys. I can give you examples of many. I didn't preach to them, but they saw my life. And today they are an asset. So it's important for us to know that you see, this thing about discipleship is key. I enter into places and my Sunday school children who are now grown. And most of them now are in bigger positions and they say, oh, we know you. They say, some of them introduce themselves when I don't even remember them. 
But they are doing great in their place of work. And their life is a testimony. So, ladies and gentlemen, this thing about winning souls is critical for you and I. Because I can influence somebody, but you can influence the person better than I can do. The question is that, who are you influencing? You join people who mama and complain about the church. The question is that, don't you tell them that they are supposed to have been a disciple? Because the truth is that if you know your responsibility, you will not even complain. Am I preaching to somebody here? Can you imagine if it is my duty, my call, to visit each and every one of you in your home? Will I live to even preach? Oh, talk to me. So it's important. Disciple is the best man to reach for the world. The impact that Jesus' 12 disciples and Paul had on the world shows us the value of discipleship. So when we do it, there will be an impact. A small number of committed disciples who have been well trained will achieve far more for God than large numbers of converts who lack spiritual death. Can I say it again? A small number of committed disciples who have been well trained like I've been training you here, this church, you receive a lot. Will achieve far more for God than large numbers of converts who lack spiritual death. When you go all over the church today, you will see that people are talking about mega churches. Have you heard it before? Thousands of people, they, don't, they have lost count of their number. But the rottenness Because we are more concerned about the number than concerned about the quality of the people. How fat the offering will be like. Than how well the people's life will be. In fact, discipleship is God's chosen strategy to read the world. The next point you should know is that discipleship is important because it is God's chosen strategy. To reach the world. Without disciples, God cannot reach the world. Can you imagine if one disciple led just one other person to Christ and devoted a whole year to training him? And the following year, both disciple and discipler each made one new disciple apiece. How is it going to be like? Let me give you an example. I am a disciple, I saved him. And I disciple him. Then he intends go ahead, pick one person. And then I also pick another person. How many are we now? Now, the four of us go in again, pick one, let me also pick one. Count us, how many are we? How many? Count, how many? Eight. So, can you imagine how the multiple effect is like? That is what God is calling us to do. So in our temple, if all of us will take it upon ourselves and we'll be doing it, we'll not, we'll be so much big and fill this place that the best we can do is to run multiple services and each multiple service, the people are also disciples. How interest will it be? Some of you are praying for God to give you breakthrough. That breakthrough person is there. You have no witness to the person. 
Some of you are praying God to give you a husband. That husband is there. You have not witnessed. And you will remain until you are old. Because there is no way. The person is in the disco. And you are meeting the person all the time. All that you know is to condemn the person. But that person is a saint prepared for you. Have you ever wondered why God put gold in the soil? Can you imagine you putting can you imagine why God put gold into the soil? Have you asked yourself that question? And put all the natural resources for men to discover? It means that all the germ and all the important things you and I are looking for, they are hidden. Can you imagine me today standing here? Am I not a blessing to you? But once upon a time, do you know where I am? You will not buy me for anything. Because I will be dangerous around your daughter. And it's a, it's a true fact. Hello? If it's about lifestyle or whatever, I was heading towards, in fact, if there is hell, there is, should be more double hell. You and I are complaining of government and ministers and whatever stealing and doing everything. But have we forgotten that you and I have failed in our tax? That is why they are doing what they are doing. Because there is no policy that will change a nation. It is the character of the people that changes a nation. And Christ gave us the key that the character building is in his word. That is why it is an indictment upon a child of God to behave like somebody who is in the world. Can I go on? The end result about discipleship, but the important is that spiritual mature Christians are produced. Why it's important that spiritual mature Christians are produced. Not baby. And now those things, people sit in church and they don't talk with each other. Because we are not disciples. But when you are a disciple, you build spiritual maturity. In fact, spiritual mature people forgive one another. Not because the person deserves to be forgiven, no. But the important is that I am understood who Christ is. So I forgive you. In fact, if you understand the whole thing about spiritual maturity, you will not even offend each other. Paul says that this thing should not be mentioned among you. In other words, the importance is that maturity prevents you from doing certain things. And he says that maturity does not come automatically with increase in age. Knowledge or experience. Just like we think that when I'm growing, then I'm matured. It's a lie. But because I'm knowledgeable, I have experience, I have matured. But it's the result of gradual spiritual growth on the basis of obedience to Christ Jesus and his word. Obedience to Christ Jesus and his word. Check those that are really working with, working with Christ and consistently are in tune with his word. They might be little, but when they are releasing things, you ask yourself, where did they get this wisdom from? It's not in age. It's not in experience. It's not in knowledge. Because if it's in knowledge, 
You can have, you cannot have somebody teaching medicine. And since that it is written by the law of tobacco that smoking is harmful to your health. And we still smoke. And then he takes medication. Or he uses a cream or other things and apply it onto the cigar. So that when he takes it, that thing will go and nullify whatever it is. And at the same time, he has a problem. Or he will not drink and fall in the gutter and vomit on himself. So it's not about knowledge. Though knowledge is good, but it's about following Christ. Let me give you seven signs of spiritual maturity. When somebody is spiritually matured, there are certain signs you will see in his life. Not how long the person has become a Christian because as to how long everybody has been a Christian, everybody will be long in Christianity. But what are the evidence of the person's life for me to know that he's spiritually matured? One, fruitfulness in our service for God. Fruitfulness in our service for God. Matthew chapter 25 verse 14 to 30. Fruitfulness in our service for God. He said, for the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country. Who called his own disciples? Who called his own servant and delivered his goods to them? And he said, and to one he gave five talents, to another two and to another one. To each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Take note. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. Then, and likewise, he who had received two gave two more also. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled account with them. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man. Reaping where you have not sown. And gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers. Do you see savings here? How many of you have savings accounts? Some of you don't have anything. Because you, you are looking for big money before you go and save in the bank. He said... <laughs> So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers. And at my coming, so banking, 
Do you see banking in the Bible? Banking and finance. And at my coming, I would have received back my, my own with what? Interest. Do you see God talking about interest here? So if I invest my money, it should give me interest. <laughs> interest. So take their talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has more will be given. And he will have abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. And he says, and cast the unprofitable servant. I pray none of us will be unprofitable. And cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. What it simply means is that God wants our life, our service to reflect in whatever we do it. Fruitfulness in our service for God. The talent or the parable of the talent I just read is that each and every one of us, I'm saying this in conclusion, each and every one of us has been given a talent. What is simply saying that we should not be jealous of another person's talent. What you can do, I cannot do. So, if I don't appreciate what I can do, and I try to do other things that I'm not called to do, I'll be frustrated. He gave one five, he gave another two. The five was content that he received five. The two was content that he received two. The one was not content. The one who received one was discontent because he thinks the boss doesn't love him, so he gave him one. But he says the boss gave each and every one of them according to his, their what ability. Some of you in your office, your boss will decide to give you more tax than he gives another. It doesn't mean your boss doesn't love you, but the boss knows your strength areas. And that is why he's giving you what he has to give you. If you don't learn that, you become what? Frustrated and you envy everybody around. The reason for envy and jealousy and problem is that people don't appreciate what they can do. And they think they can do everything. You can't do everything. You have your own area of skill and importance. The secret is that develop your area of skill and you will stand out. So that is the essence of the five. The five received the five and was content. And you know, look, this is what I have. So let me trade with what I have. And he was able to work with it effectively and brought out results. At the end of the day, he multiplied what he has into what? Ten. The one who had the two also agreed that, listen, I don't have the strength like the five person. So I'm due with my two. But the two cannot remain in my hand. He worked with the two and multiply it to four. But the one person, like most of us who behave, that no, no, they don't like me. That's why they gave me what they gave me. I will not even do anything with it. Then I went and hid it. There are most of us here today, we are not developing our talent. Because we are looking at another, it's just like singing in a choir. There is a treble, there is a tenor, there is the alto, there is the bass. Are you understanding me? Or there is the semi-alto or whatever you can call it. Sometimes, an alto singer will be singing alto. And there is a tenor person there. Before you realize, the alto person will switch his voice and be singing tenor. Or sometimes you can find a tenor person being also singing the, the auto and then they blend. But the issue is that everybody has given, you have your role to play. In that song, your, your tenor or your auto is what will make the music to stand out. But if you are not concentrated and don't appreciate which area you stand, you will sing another person's part. And a lot of us are singing people's parts and on the day of accountability, we'll go there and Christ will say, 
I don't know you because I didn't recognize you under this radar. You shifted. Whilst I was expecting you here. Am I preaching somebody here? So the question here I want to ask you in conclusion is that which part do you belong? What are you doing with your life? Where is your area? How well are you developing that area? And how effective are you doing it? To be able to add more to it. Christ wants us to add to our talents. So that we can get more for him. Win trophies for him. Invest it. Every gift you have, invest. And out of it, the profit will come. If you don't invest your gift, you don't get a profit. But invest your gift so that you can get the profit that you are looking for. And be content that this is the gift you have. But when you grow your gift, your gift will become bigger. It might be one, but it can grow to become stronger. God bless you. much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Egon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastagon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service. And Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you. My Lord with you, I know.